0: I'm an Apple fanboy, because when I turn my MacBook on, you don't have to sit there for half an hour killing pop-ups.
1: Man, so the computer was logged into by someone else, so I had to to turn off the computer and turn it back on. Like we had to do a hard reboot. It took what felt like infinity for it to reboot. We've just been
0: sitting here. We blew all our good content. We might as well just go home.
1: I don't know. Like There are certain things you do where time just... Goes to a crawl, <laughs> waiting for your computer to reboot. Yeah. The longest minute. That's what we call it. And the other one for me, I don't know why, but anytime like you uh, have to go to your car dealership and maybe you're getting some work done Yeah, and you have to sit there and wait for your car, Why the time moves backwards in a mm-hmm. car dealership. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh,
0: are we going to become one of those podcasts where we swear, where we say the F word? Hell yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Bryce Kelly is a bad boy, everybody. Ooh. Well, the Ooh. podcast I, miss in, I listen to the most, the uh, the two women on that, they toss the F word. Or, I don't even notice it anymore. Like it was at first I'm like, oh my, oh my. But now they just put it in every sentence.
1: You know what? I actually calibrated this computer. So even if you try to swear, oh. it'll catch it and beep it automatically.
0: Who's going to do it? You or me? Go ahead. Three, two. One did it work? God, I please, I hope it worked.
1: I think it did. I
0: can't go back to jail. <laughs> I can't go back to podcast jail.
1: I don't think it caught me saying hell though.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Oh my god! Um, what do we do? Oh, this I know what we're doing. Um,
1: oh, recommendations. recommendations.
0: It's Friday. You know what? It's funny. We've talked a lot about our vacations. We've talked when I left on vacation. I opened up my phone and I created a note called recommendations. And I thought, okay, all the cool stuff that I watch on the plane, all the cool things that I do, I'm going to just keep track of them. The only thing I have in my note for recommendations is bread bowl. That's the (laughs) only... And it's because I had chowder in a bread bowl, clam chowder in a bread bowl. Oh. And my review or my recommendation, one of them this week, I've got three actually.
1: Oh, showing off. It,
0: yeah. Is bread bowl. There needs to be more food served in bread bowls. Tim Hortons, you used to be able to go there and get chili in a bread bowl. They would take the little, they'd carve out the the top of the round loaf of bread, whatever yeah. that's called. They'd take the little bread hat out And they would fill that with chili. And it was
1: delicious. Yeah, they go full jack-o'-lantern on a piece of bread.
0: Yes. And as a matter of fact, when I was in San Francisco and I ordered my first bowl of chowder in a bread bowl, it showed up in front of me. And my beautiful bride was across the table from me. And she knew exactly what was going through my mind. Because I'm sitting there staring at it going, where's the bread hat? (laughs) Like they carved the bread hat out of it. But they didn't give it to me. So where did it go?
1: That's the best part.
0: It is the best part. So and I could just see her, don't ask. Don't ask them. Don't <laughs> don't call somebody over and ask for your bread hat. But I didn't. I, I got through it without the bread hat. But
1: Man, she must have been jealous.
0: It's the best part of the bread bowl. It's like the best part of a ham is the ham hat, like the part you cut off the end. It's science. Yes. Anyway, okay. so more stuff in bread bowls. That was one of my recommendations.
1: I could eat Frosted Flakes out of a bread bowl.
0: I could, too. It'd be disgusting. Maybe <laughs> the first couple of minutes would be fine, but once the bread started to get a little soggy with milk, uh,
1: I've gross. never actually eaten chili out of a bread bowl before. Is, there, is it a ticking time bomb? Like, Do you have to move fast?
0: I don't care because I don't mind savory, soggy bread. But like if there was bread with milk on it, I wouldn't go near that. But if the bread is soaked in chowder, if it's soaked in chili, even if it's just like a soupy, I will eat
1: that. Do the walls breach though? No, it never breaches the outside. The levees don't break on that? No, thing?
0: it's not like, you know, the Titanic hitting an iceberg. There isn't a hole in the hull. <laughs> like it will not, it, it, the, the crust on the outside of the bread bowl is way too
1: hard. This is fascinating stuff.
0: Sure is. Do you want the rest of my recommendations or have I talked for too long?
1: No, I think we should talk more about bread bowls.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Brad bowls. Well, do you want to do one of yours and then I'll do one of mine?
1: Sure. Yeah. Okay. What have you got? Uh, mine is a TV show. I've actually been really enjoying it. It's um, it's a docu-series.
0: Oh my God. Is it the same one I have on this piece of paper? Maybe. Netflix? Oh, no. Okay, okay good.
1: Uh, this one is on FX. I'm watching it on old school TV, oh. like a caveman, uh, but it's called Welcome to Wrexham. Oh, it's the it's a docu series about Ryan Reynolds and Rob Macalini. Oh, the, I think that's how you say his last name. The
0: guy from uh, Always Sunny.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They bought a professional soccer team in Wales, and it's a documentary about them buying it and then kind of getting that thing and the ups and downs of owning a pro sports team, especially one on another continent in a sport they don't really understand. And how old is this? They bought it during the pandemic. So it's current. It's airing right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's What's like, it called? Welcome to Wrexham. Huh. And yeah, I think they put two episodes out every Wednesday. They've done uh, for a few weeks now. And it's interesting because <laughs> these guys, they bought it. So all their it shows their Zoom calls, pitching to buy it. And then afterwards, you know, firing a coach and then getting uh-huh. new players yeah. and just kind of rebuilding this team. In a town in Wales that is really down and out and a team that has really done quite poorly. And it explains how pro soccer over there works. Like there's the Premier League and the Championship League and their team is way down at the bottom. Hmm. And they're trying to get it back up to respectability. And it's really well done. I'm worried about Ryan Reynolds, though. Is he going to lose his shirt? in this deal I think he's doing okay you think so I think Rob McElhinney probably a little more nervous yeah but even I think he's doing all right.
0: I like both of those guys too they're both pretty likable yeah well okay
1: so that's it's pretty cool I like it a lot
0: okay now I feel like a glutton because I'm gonna do another recommendation
1: oh it's a food based one no oh
0: no mine is uh, it's another docu-series mine's on Netflix and it's season three of I am a killer do you watch those no, well, I don't, I don't know if, think so. I don't maybe, know if you know this about me, but I'm a true crime guy. I uh, true crime in my spare time. That's all I do. Like, ooh, true crime in your spare time. Yeah, and I'm always super satisfied when the bad guy is found guilty. Like, I cheer out loud when I'm out walking, I got my headphones in, and Dateline, they, you know, uh, the the jury comes back and finds the guy guilty of murder, guilty of capital murder, and they throw everything they have at him. That's my favorite. I love that. And there's nothing satisfying about somebody who all signs point to guilty, and then at the end, eh, not guilty. I hate those ones.
1: It is anticlimactic.
0: But the thing about I Am A Killer is that, they interview people who are actually convicted of killing. Oh, I think maybe
1: I did watch a couple episodes of this.
0: And the thing that makes this difference too is they own up to it. They're like, oh yes, I did the horrible things I'm guilty of. this." But this is my backstory. And they go back and they tell the, the story of these people from their childhood. And every single one of them, guess what's in their past? A little something called abuse. And it might be from their childhood, it might be from when they were an adult, but it's a running theme. And when they tell their story, it really makes you go, oh, okay. Like you still want them to pay, you know, to do the time because they did the crime.
1: You almost feel sorry for them.
0: But you do, you start, like you kind of have some empathy and some compassion for these people and you realize not everybody comes from the kind of place where you and I come from. Like not of us, not all of us had that upbringing and you kind of see how things can go terribly wrong for some of these people. And they all genuinely seem remorseful. Like they're telling their story from the other side of the glass. None of them that I can tell, so like nobody really seems, oh, woe is me, woe is, they all, um, they all own up to what they did. Like they all accept it but they're just trying to tell their side of the story. I find it fascinating. I am a killer.
1: Season three. Did I ever talk about, like we started watching, there's another thing on Netflix about the world's toughest prisons. Oh yeah. And it's this one guy who will go and spend a few days in the worst prisons on earth. Oh, you, did you do this as a recommendation? Maybe I did. But there there was one episode where he was standing in the kitchen at, in a prison talking with a guy and he's like, what are you in for? And the guy, murder. (laughs) Just casually. And he's, did you do it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. And,
0: and was, then they said to him, what are you in for? And he's like, making a documentary.
1: <laughs> I'll be out in three days. <laughs> yeah. The guy is so casually, like, oh, but no, I don't, did that.
0: But like, they don't know that he's there making a documentary?
1: I think so, because there is a camera guy following him. So oh. I'm sure they're aware of something. Okay. But how casually, he's just like, oh, yeah, no, I killed a guy.
0: Okay. The other recommendation, can I do one more real fast? Sure. Uh, you were just there, Bill Burr, live at Red Rocks.
1: Oh, I haven't watched that one
0: yet. Oh, I watched it on the plane And uh, my wife, several times, had to give me the elbow. Like, because I just, I was like, I had headphones on, but I was losing my mind. She could see me just choking back the laughter, so.
1: It is weird how we all just feel like we have to be so quiet on a plane.
0: Yeah. Well, also, too... I was watching on my iPad, so I had my iPad propped up like this, plus I had the captioning on, you know, the way you should watch TV. (laughs) So everybody behind me could read the foul cussing words he was saying. So first she pointed out, perhaps you should turn off the closed caption, and then I just laid the iPad down. And watched it straight down, which was comfortable. So I recommend it. Bill Burr Live at Red Rocks. That's also on Netflix.
1: And a reminder that if you are on a plane too, be mindful of what you're I, w- I watched an episode of Peaky Blinders <laughs> on the plane and all of a sudden, bam, Ooh, nudity. Wow. Full frontal nudity. And I'm like, Jesus.
0: So what you're saying is I probably shouldn't watch the first couple of seasons of Game of Thrones <laughs> on my iPad on a plane?
1: <laughs> I watched Big Mouth on a plane once. That was a mistake. Uh-huh. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. I think deep down all of us are curious cats. Oh, yeah. We're well aware of what's going on in the world around us, but we don't always understand it. We have questions, but sometimes you're afraid to ask the questions.
0: You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly
1: Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet.
0: Wow! Uh, Let me grab a phone call quickly here. Hi. Hi.
1: Hi, this is Garner.
0: Yeah, it is. Hi, it's Ayla. Hey, Ayla.
1: Well, it's been quite some time that I've been meaning to ask you this, and it's the day. Okay. All right. On your driver's license, since you're bald, do you still have to put your hair color?
0: <laughs> uh, hang on a second. <laughs> Let me just get my license out. Oh, my God. I never even noticed that.
1: I know. We were talking about and my spouse has called Garner
0: Andrew. Get oh. him to investigate. My, it says blonde. Yeah, because I my hair was blonde and it's still there. Huh. Not the hair, but it says blonde on my driver's license. That's weird. That
1: is weird. Huh.
0: Now, are you going to ask me when I wash my face, how do I know where to stop?
1: No, <laughs> no, because I assume you just do the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I do. I, do. I just it's do my part whole, of your face now. Do my whole head. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Ayla. Th- thank you for enriching the show this morning. It's much appreciated. You're welcome. Have a great day. Okay. Uh, I could tell she was a little uncomfortable asking that question. It's it- a question that had been weighing on her for some time. Well, clearly, like it just even how did she start that? It's been a while, and I'm. Today's the day. So <laughs> she, she summoned say. the courage and called and asked me. It is weird, though. Like, look at that. It says blonde.
1: Interesting. Huh. And it's funny because like, for me, my height and weight on my driver's license is from when I was 16 and I'm first sure got it. Nobody ever goes for a new driver's license. Oh, I better bump that up a few pounds. Yeah, can you knock that up 20 pounds? No, nobody ever says that. Mine's Mine is a lie, too. I admire her for summoning the courage to ask a question that uh, well, she's been thinking about for ages. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like being bald, but at the same time, yeah, I'll, I'll answer your questions. Because I have questions that I've been wondering for ages, and I don't know where to turn. I, so do
0: I. It's, it's weird how you do have—we live in a time where you're not allowed to ask questions, but you want answers,
1: Yeah, we're overly sensitive right now. And so she was nervous about being canceled for asking you a question about being bald. Yeah. And, you know, the other day we talked about, uh, you know, going through the airport and going through customs last weekend. I just wonder, what are they looking for when you go up and just present your customs thing? What are they looking at? They're sizing you up. Yes, They're looking exactly. for something. What are they looking for? That's what I want to know. Okay, well, maybe we... have Let's do a little bit of this on the show now.
0: Questions you've always wanted to ask. And I don't mean just questions about us. I mean, just questions in general. We will ask your question and see if we can find an
1: expert to answer your question. That would be nice. Yeah. Because you don't know how many times I've woken up in a cold sweat. Wondering if just the look on my face would get me pulled aside. and You have to wonder, though, because sometimes you just breeze right through there, and other days they're like, hey, you, over here. Yeah. was yeah. it something I'm wearing? Mm-hmm. Is it something in my teeth?
0: Another question I have about the airport is when you go there, and you go in the little scanning booth, and you put your hands up, and the thing goes around you, is somebody in another room seeing you completely naked? <laughs> or is it like a cartoon version of me? What do you see in the other room? What is it?
1: This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: got a text from uh, my friend Holly, who her husband Jimmy, another friend of mine, who is also bald like me. She said she checked his driver's license and it says B-A-L. It used to say bald. Now they've abbreviated it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Thank you. Got a question you've already want you've always wanted to ask, but you were too afraid to? Uh, Send it on in, and we'll see if we can find an an answer for you. Uh, One of the things we were talking about a few minutes ago was when you go to the airport, you go through the body scanner thing, you know, where you have to put your hands above your head and stand on those little yellow footprints, and the scanner goes around you. I asked, is somebody looking at me in a computer monitor in another room and seeing me completely naked? Uh, somebody wrote back and said, no, no one is watching in another room when someone is in the full body scanner at the airport. Uh, it is just a generic human outline. The screen is attached to the side of the scanner for the screener to reference. And it's in full view of the passenger. Oh, I've never noticed that before. OK, so it's like a cartoon version of you. You're fine. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. These are good questions like they're And we I mean, we should all know the answers to these questions but i don't feel like getting fired on a friday
1: yeah some of them are a little spicy yeah and while valid yeah i don't feel like getting canceled today <laughs> no and that's exactly what would happen there are some good legitimate ones though that we can talk about oh this one right
0: here because both you and i are scratching our heads this is a good question this is from wade hey guys i'm just wondering
1: how do the lime scooters get charged every night I I don't know I think I know the answer Do you? I think Lime actually pays people to pick them up in their own personal cars Take them home, charge them, and then take them back and put them on the street Okay So I looked it up and sure enough, yeah, that's what happens They contract uh, scooters They call them juicers Juicers? They pick up the scooters off the streets, usually after nine o'clock, take them home, charge them, and then bring them back.
0: Because I've always, like, I look off of a bridge and I'm like, how is that lime scooter going to charge itself in the bottom of that river? (laughs) How's that lime scooter going to charge itself in that tree? Apparently people go get them. Okay.
1: Yeah, people pick them up.
0: Uh, Nope, can't answer that one.
1: I would love to know the answer to that one, but I can't. Hmm. I have yet to be pulled aside going through airport security every single time. So yeah, that's that's from Molly. She's just kind of wondering, oh. how do they decide who gets pulled aside? Oh no, she gets pulled aside every single time. Yeah, she's very. I'm five foot three, brunette, white girl. There's just something about me they don't like. So yeah, what are they looking for in that situation? They're obviously looking for a tick or body language or something. Oh, I guarantee you, Molly's got some. Molly's got a tell. Yeah. Maybe she's got teardrop tattoos. That could be it. You're listening to the Gardner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. That moon one—it's actually a good question. I never it thought is. of it before. It says uh, the burning question I have is what is the name of our moon? It does have a name, right? The Earth isn't just known as a as as planet. planet. We know moons that orbit other planets have names. So what's our? So I looked it up, and uh, it does not have a name. It's just the moon. The article I found said in English, its name is the moon. In other languages, it could have names like Luna, could be the Latin name. But they say, and it actually makes sense, that for most of human history, there didn't need to be a more specific term for the moon because they just didn't know other moons existed.
0: It's the only thing they could see with the
1: naked eye. Yeah, it wasn't until the 1600s that they discovered Jupiter had moons. And at that point... We had already named that one Moon, so that stuck. So,
0: Moon is sort of
1: like Skidoo, Kleenex, Jet Ski, Jacuzzi.
0: It's the original thing that everyone just uses as the gener- generic term for that thing.
1: Yeah. Right? Does that make sense? It's so original
0: <laughs> that its name is Moon. It's like, we can't do better than that. <laughs> we just, uh, that's it, Moon. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This one, my question. How do we know no two snowflakes are the same? There's uh-huh. a lot of snow out there. Yes. but Whose job is it to keep track of all the snowflakes? Hold them up? compare them to the other snowflakes, that job would be exhausting. Probably a lot of evenings and weekends. Probably a lot
1: of mandatory overtime. Yeah, that's so true. Like, you catch a snowflake, who's to say the one falling 10 feet that way isn't the exact same? Yeah. What if they're like McNuggets, and that there's only a handful of shapes? Yeah, there's what, five shapes? Yeah, if there's five McNuggets, let's say there's 20 snowflakes. You'll never catch them all.
0: Yeah, we just took everybody's word for it, (laughs) that no two snowflakes are the same. Uh, Thank you for that. The one thing we were talking about backstage, though, is you were just in Denver on your holiday. Okay, yeah. I
1: hope everyone's sitting down. You've never seen this before, hey? No, I never had. So, Because everyone claims green onion cakes are an Edmonton delicacy. They were invented here. It's our prize. Yeah. I was in Denver, and they had something called scallion pancakes. Which is a green onion cake. I looked it up, and uh, I think they've been around a lot longer than we think.
0: Weren't they first invented in
1: uh, the Internet gives China credit, it's right? place of origin. It says China. So yeah. uh, the green onion cake may not be as Edmontonian as you think. Yeah, we sure claim that thing hard, don't we? Or but, am I crazy?
0: But the thing I was talking about, though, you saw for the very first time in your life, somebody walking around eating. And
1: this was at their version of Taste of Edmonton. Yeah, right? Taste of Colorado happened to be on while I was there. And the number of people walking around with giant turkey legs was off-putting. It blew
0: my mind the first time I went to Disneyland, because that's the first time I ever saw it. People walking around with cartoonishly large, like something you would see, I don't know, a caveman eating in a cartoon, <laughs> uh, of a turkey leg. And they sell them at Disneyland, they sell them at Disney World. And I wonder, why has that never caught
1: on in Canada? Like, yeah. is that a U.S. thing? Yeah, when you're at the Stampede or K-Days or something, you don't see a lot of giant turkey legs. No, no. Maybe they need to bring that to K Days next year. Maybe that could be their wacky food. Maybe that's what pairs well with freedom. Maybe
0: (laughs) freedom and turkey legs. Thanks for listening to the Garner
1: Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Hmm, mystery candy.